0: Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast coming to you out of SideQuest Studios. This is the Simpsons Index, episode 202. Hello, out there. I'm your host, Elliot J O'Neill, and joining me is Elementary Springfield, Elementary Springfield, <laughs> yes,
1: Springfield. Oh, Claire Sullivan, Lauren book <laughs> Uh, thank
0: you for joining us. And of course, this is The Simpsons Index. It's a podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time, but there is a twist. Each episode comes from a different decade. Much different to your Simpsons podcast. What's your guys' so premises? So different.
1: so different. Uh, our, our premise <laughs> is that, because uh, I grew up in Tasmania, and uh, Tasmania did not have The Simpsons. Um, so I didn't what? watch The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck yeah, I know. Like,
2: we just have to take a moment to know that this is a grown woman uh, a that 29. does not understand yeah. any <laughs> Simpsons references whatsoever. Nah, None of them. I, Anything I, you can think of, she doesn't know. She doesn't yeah,
1: know. I once went to a pub uh, with a group of friends and, I, and we were making fun of my friend because she was like, she went on a date with a guy in a vest. And I was like, was wearing a vest? And then everyone
2: broke into song. (laughs) So I was like, what the fuck is going on? Can you imagine, right? So we're watching seasons three to eight in order.
0: Yeah. And one of the funniest things I've heard on your podcast, because yeah, Claire, you haven't seen The Simpsons, is that, yeah, because of the absence of Simpsons, you've often seen the things that The Simpsons are referencing. Yeah. you know what the Simpsons and like most people will only know the Simpsons reference. Yeah, to it. yeah. Yes. I'm
1: like, oh, that from that thing. And Box like, no, that's the Simpsons. I'm like, no, no, they're referencing this uh, very specific <laughs> moment in this. And Box like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I'm just not cultured. <laughs> no, it's an educational experience all around. <laughs> and yeah, uh, really been enjoying your show and glad you can join us today on the Index.
2: Yeah, Hell yeah, thanks for having me. Where
0: we can show you some episodes well outside of seasons three to eight.
2: Yes, extremely outside. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> so outside.
0: But just before we get into that, you know, Claire, we've just sort of gone through your Simpsons history then. But Lauren, what about you? Where did the Simpsons begin with you?
2: Oh, six o'clock on Channel 10, baby. Like, all the way, right?
0: Yeah. Just
2: by osmosis, you know, you just were watching it until dinner time, until dinner was on, until Simpsons finished, and then like Home the Away shit started or whatever, so... <laughs> That was me and my my two siblings just watching The Simpsons there, and then they had the new episode night as well. Uh, mm. So you know what? You just you just watched it because it was on. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then you watched the same episodes over and over again. So uh, <laughs> the sort of thing everybody watched at the same time, so everyone caught up at the same time to whatever season was happening. It doesn't yeah. happen anymore. Was it wasn't on
1: every night? Yeah,
2: every night they did repeats at six o'clock on Channel Ten, Claire. Because I think yep. when
1: Tasmania eventually got um, that Tasmania Digital Television, TDT, our only digital channel, it was when we got The Simpsons. But it
2: was like, I think it was only on Thursdays.
0: Wait, that wasn't a joke. Tasmania literally never got The Simpsons? No, no
2: they didn't. No, I mean it. <laughs> what? It wasn't on free-to-air. It was on, like, Because we, pay- we didn't cable? have Channel
1: 10. Yeah, we, uh, oh. if you want to watch it, you had to go to, a, like, a friend's place where it
2: was Star or something. Your, your rich friend.
1: So the entire Tasmania is classified as rural. So we'd only have, um, we had SBS and ABC, and then we got Southern Cross and Wynn. Wynn is the rural version of Nine, and Ozstar yeah. is the rural version of Foxtel.
0: Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> She's amazing. an alien. And yeah,
2: it's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: not an easy trip to jump on what is the boat, the spirit of Tasmania, to hop over to Victoria to see it either. Wow.
1: Yeah, or well, some people will be like, I've got a cousin in Melbourne, and they'd send them tapes. <laughs>
2: take from tv oh my god was wow like, contraband yeah ger- <laughs> gorilla simpsons yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's amazing um but yeah lauren on the other side of it where has the show sort of ended with you presuming you're not still watching anymore do you remember where you cut off the simpsons from your life at all
2: yeah definitely when i guess after school like Once it was not on at six o'clock on Channel 10 and therefore it was an event for me. Like, so I reckon once I stopped going to school, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Oh, sure.
2: And then it got bad as well. Like (laughs) it it entered the dark ages and (laughs) uh, then you some, because you have such nostalgia for the old episodes, nothing else ever seems to measure up again. No. And it one became such a joke that it was bad that I did not see the point in watching it again.
0: Yeah, fair enough. You know, there's a point, you know, trying to dig through all the mire to find the, you know, occasional good episode. Like like we're doing on our little project here. <laughs>
2: I think it's. Uh, I think you're doing the Lord's work. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah, now that it's all available on Disney Plus and stuff, and they're keeping pretty good at keeping the newer seasons up, like the one that we just watched. From season 30, episode 18, this was Bart versus Itchy and Scratchy. First released in March of 2019, directed by Chris Clements, written by Megan Amra. In this episode. Well, I like, op- wait,
1: I know. I follow Megan Amram. Yeah, Megan yeah. sings,
0: right? She, re- she wrote this. Yep, that's but, it.
1: But and- she is funny. Yeah. Yes. Yep. But that was absolutely not funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Megan Amram, big Twitter personality and uh, writer and co producer on The Good Place. Yeah. she's She works on The Simpsons now. She's penned a few episodes for them.
2: But
1: she's. Oh.
2: But I, I mean, I also noticed, I didn't know this I assume that someone else does But like Bob Odenkirk's like one of the producers now as well
0: uh, Bill Odenkirk, Bill his Odenkirk. brother
2: Oh, <laughs> his brother, that's what I thought yeah. I mean, in that case, don't call him Bob and Bill Fuck, what are they? Bob and Bill The Flowerpot men? Jesus yeah. Christ <laughs> I I remember that, only because my dad used to talk about it. (laughs) That was Bill and Ben. Oh my God, I'm the worst! I let myself out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and so what happened in this one? Uh, There's an all-female reboot of Itchy and Scratchy, and Bart's initially mad at it, then he finds it hilarious, and then Milhouse starts up a bunch of incels, and meanwhile Bart joins a a feminist rebellious collective known as Bossy Riot. Hey, what would you guys think?
2: I thought that it was, uh, I really enjoyed some of the very the small kind of uh, writing along the way. Like the opening bit with Krusty had me laughing. I did laugh at mm. this. There was lots of little things. Oh, they're either harder than moms. Like there was some fun little pickups. But I personally felt like it, by the end of the episode, I didn't quite see... The, the I feel like there's always a strong sense of parody or we're moving towards some kind of like anti-authoritarian message in The Simpsons. And I feel like they just kind of splattergunned a bunch of like sort of feminist kind of stuff and we were kind of left kind of going, what what is your stance? You know, mm. like how can you both parody something but also without un- without undermining it? And I feel like they, they pulled a punch there.
1: Yeah, I thought That's it was garbage. my feeling.
2: And uh, oh, Claire wow. did not like it at all, so I yeah. want to hear more about that.
1: I was like, it felt like watching an Uncanny Valley version of The Simpsons. So I was like, what the fuck? Mm. It's like someone has heard about The Simpsons and then created their own episode where they're like, oh, this is a funny thing, but none of it's funny. And it it's the characters, but they're not saying anything that those characters would say. I was like, this is who, what the fuck has happened? This is so not The Simpsons.
2: I definitely picked up on the fact that because we're so deep into the, you know, single-digit seasons – Mm. that swapping out to a season 30 is all the characters have kind of either moved on or they've got a different kind of voice. They represent something different now.
1: Yeah, those characters Um, are not the same characters. They're just using, like Lisa's wearing a Lisa suit and Homer's wearing a Homer suit and Bart's wearing a Bart suit, but they're not the same (laughs) Yeah, at all. It was fucking oh. unsettling.
0: Yeah, I was curious how this one would hit with you particularly, Claire, because, you know, you've gone through season three now and you're just starting on season four halfway through or something like that. Yeah, and go on. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> So yeah, you you're right in the like the peak of the classic era where mm. yeah, the characters are so well defined at this point like Yeah. Yeah, how was this a comparison? It
1: was n- none of the characters were doing anything that those characters would do. Homer was not saying anything that was homerish. He was doing like a a version of Homer that is not Homer and and why was Bart being friends with the bullies?
2: Like yeah, even for yeah a the, the yeah. bras were a little bit uh, arresting that for me as well. It's so like Martin's wrong. not allowed to be friends with him. He's the nerd. Yeah. However, I did yeah. very much enjoy the moment that... Uh, that um...
1: Milhouse's mum. No, not... I did not yeah, know, know she something. existed, oh. right? I didn't something. think that she existed. And also, why is she English. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ralph wiggum was getting swung around by his wedgie as a weapon yeah. and i was yeah. like that's a beautiful moment i absolutely love that mm. yeah. also when did the van houtens get back together what yeah oh <laughs> uh,
0: yeah around season 19 actually
2: oh for fuck's sake
0: <laughs> i know it's been a decade since they got back together. okay
1: right yeah, millhouse <laughs> i was like he doesn't have a mom he's got a sad dad who is <laughs> this English bitch, right? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Yeah,
2: her voice has changed. Someone else does her voice now.
0: Yeah, and she gets turned on by her son's popularity.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, some weird choices. Mm. I was though. I know that Claire, you're like, this is not right. They're all wearing Simpson suits, but considering that they, at some point in time, would have to sort of cycle through different writers, I think the Simpsons. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the later later season Simpsons is now a chance for other people to come in and write and give voice to the Simpsons and that kind of has like a really huge opportunity for new writers. Sure. Of course they're going to put, you know, the Simpsons through their lens. And I feel like that's what Megan's done here.
1: It was a very much hello fellow kids though. Like, oh my God, the shit they were saying, I'm like, but in the other seasons they sound like kids are in age, the stuff they say. But in this mm. one, I was like, you are pretending to be a, t- a teenager, but you're not like it was definitely hello fellow kids.
2: What's going on? It was so weird. Mm. Like the
1: yes. memeing and I'm like, you don't say that.
2: Well, to be fair, though, like, you know, Bart did question that. And it was like, how do you know that? And she's like, oh, I read it.
1: Yeah, but he didn't say, why are you speaking like that?
2: He was like, how no, do you know that? Yeah, he's
1: like, how do you know that? They're two separate things. They're two separate questions. He wasn't saying, why the fuck are you speaking like a an adult pretending to be a child? He was like, how did you hear about that? As though it's a secret. It was
2: so ah, weird. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, mm. exactly.
0: No, that's the other thing that's sort of weird and like, uh, you know, characters wearing Simpsons skin suits sort of feeling about this is that especially when Simpsons, you know, are trying to take on modern issues but don't really have anything, you know, Anything to say That's what about I'm saying, they're still, they're
2: still not <laughs> yeah. wanting to get cancelled, like there's still yeah. a sort of sense of fear around a kind of, I don't know, s- self-expression or that kind of being fearless, I just, I don't see it here, I mean, I think mm. that, you know, it had some really fun points to it. I even feel like a lot of the issues they're talking about now are quite dated. Like, that was very, even in 2019, like, I feel like talking about pussy riot or talking about men's rights activism or this kind of, like, gender divide of, like, rah-rah women, even using the term female for the um itchy and scratchy. Like, we've actually, I don't know, like, for me, this still feels a little bit too gender binary yeah um, like it doesn't i feel like you know feminism should be more intersectional like it i already feel it being really dated
1: yeah i was like what is this 2012 on facebook and an all yes. girl's uh, like feminist <laughs> group what the hell's happening
2: yeah so we- yes
0: and that's sort of the problem with simpsons production schedule is that you know it takes them to y- a year to make an episode so they're always behind and then you know when it's a big room of mostly you know old white guys who had already had their time two decades ago yeah. still mm. trying to comment like i mean even bringing in like people like megan amram you know mm. yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's going save it too much
2: oh yeah is it still quite tokenistic and was mm. this episode in particular kind of the same sort of like tokenistic, well, we've got to make an episode about this kind of...
0: Exactly, yeah. The, the feeling, the need to comment without actually having anything to comment.
2: Or just that it, it, it came from a place not of wanting to actually move the show in that direction. It was more to just mm. kind of do this sort of service in this episode at this time and then we can te- check that box and move on, which is, again, a lot of the ways that women are represented in uh, entertainment anyway. It's like, well, we had the girl version. Yeah. Now we can mm. go back to the normal one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and,
0: uh. and, yeah, as great as Simpsons in, is, uh, even in its classic days, was not, really great at representing the women on their show like Marge and Lisa really get the short straw in that show and yeah don't get a lot of the great stories. Yeah, lines there's a lot the of day. straight
2: man syndrome coming from them. They have to be like a voice of reason, yeah. or they have to be like intervening on shenanigans. Like that, they're, they're the Jackie O's to the Kyles mm. a lot of the time as well. Even yeah. though I feel like as we've been watching it, Claire, I haven't noticed that divide as much as
1: no. They often get breakout episodes where they get to assert their independence. Yeah, and they do things for themselves.
2: And it comes mm. from a character place. Like, yeah. keep, like, make the character complex and the plot simple, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. And this, this plot was all over the place. There was no A plot, B plot. There was like, plot one, drop that off, kill it. Plot number <laughs> yeah. two, plot 2.5, go back to yeah. plot one, come back to plot seven. Not to mention
2: the biggest plot of the entire thing, which was the Boba Fett argument. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh.
1: I was like, they're talking so much about Simpsons, which I'm like, that's very interesting that Homer knows of everything Homer said. I was like, this is so not. Anyway. It... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Although, I really did like the moment in that argument while he was buttering his pepperoni pizza. Oh, yeah. That was. Yeah. Uh, that was... I mean, that was
2: at least a bit of token Homer. Home yeah. 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 <laughs> also, I do really. I mean, yes, maybe it wasn't like it was the Simpsons suit thing, but at the same time, Willie's keychain having a little bagpipe on it. Oh, I like amazing. that. Amazing.
1: That was amazing. Nice. <laughs> the only thing that I actually thought was genuinely funny was the line um, where they were like, I didn't like it when they had sideshow Leonard Cohen.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> loved it that too.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I wrote it down to
1: like, that's a nice funny line.
0: <laughs> and his catchphrase, hallelujah.
2: Yeah. I did really. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise, like the convention with Homer just casually wearing like a sideshow Mel hat. Yeah. Mm, there was some yeah. good visual gags. I think my favourite joke was, don't have a lady cow? It's like, all yeah. cows are ladies.
0: My partner piped up in that moment and goes, actually, all uh, lady cows are actually called heifers until <laughs> they uh, give birth then they are called cows. Ah. I had no idea on the naming conventions I of the I had no uh, idea. That. Is
2: she a farmer? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not that I'm aware of. I, and...
2: mm. When they
1: said that, I was like, what do you... I've never heard anyone say, don't have a cow.
2: Oh, that's that's like Bart's catchphrase. What? Yes. Okay, that is
1: absolutely not Bart's catchphrase. What do you mean, don't have a cow? That's not what he says at all.
2: Yeah, it it is. Maybe we haven't gotten up to that bit yet, Claire, but it comes in.
1: What is that, season 50?
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's where the show from.
0: really peaks oh, yeah.
2: man it really gets up. i mean you, you know what you've got to watch every single season in order to start getting it yeah
0: it won't make sense don't have a cow
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why did he say
3: that?
0: Well, that's sort of another problem with modern Simpsons is that it is often so self-referential and, you know, uh, holding up the glory days of the past. And often, mm. you know, with Bart's catchphrases, like when they do the spray painting and it says, eat my skirts, and it's a play mm. on Bart's other old catchphrase, eat my shorts.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that Simpsons was always very sort of irreverent. It was kind of sitting on the outside poking fun at things that, you know, were apparently on the inside. And I guess what it how do you then toe the line of still being like, we're like we're still like on the edge, guys. You know, we're doing all this crazy comedy when you actually are the establishment now.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's not so subversive, is it?
2: No, no it doesn't. Can't it can't be. But I did enjoy it was the three girls in um Pussy Riot, Bossy Riot, whatever, were Chelsea Peretti aquafina yeah. and yeah. nicole byer my, our lord and savior nicole <laughs> byer i fucking love her yeah she's mm. great and i was like watching those three characters i'm like they're definitely going to be like they're going to be people <laughs> like,
0: yeah in
2: my head but, i was like yeah no it's definitely happening
0: no the, i, I went just... until the
2: credits at the end and be like haha i was right <laughs> <laughs>
0: They were definitely people, not AI-generated characters. (laughs) Like, so often happens. But, no, I was uh, stoked with the, yeah, choices of the cameos here, but Mm. it didn't feel like there were any individual characters amongst them. It just felt like they were the bossy riot.
2: Yeah, they were just passing lines between them. And, actually, Mm. I felt that a little bit with the bra as well, with the kind of collection of the, you know, the Simpsons boys with the exception of Milhouse but like that's possibly where the Simpsons suit thing comes in with that you're talking about Claire they just feel like these lines are just being kind of allocated to a character but yeah. not necessarily is this something Milhouse would say yeah is this something Kearney would say uh,
1: this episode was just
2: so... didn't feel that
1: also I, I don't think I hate it was when um, Lisa started watching um, the episode of Itchy and Scratchy and then mm. Bart comes in and he starts laughing and I was like oh, look at him fake laughing. That's a really good fake laugh. And then it <laughs> comes out that he's really laughing. I was like, no, that was, uh, oh, I thought he hmm. was fake laughing to make fun of it because that's how that laugh was. And then it turns out he was really laughing. And I was like, that is, they've even got his laugh wrong. Like, that's not how Bart laughs. Like, he's not genuinely enjoying this.
2: No, (laughs) I really enjoyed the gonna miss me when I'm gone cup thing though that was uh that was Pitch Perfect yes exactly I thought
0: that's quite funny yeah did you
2: uh... uh, Elliot did you not get that didn't get that one
0: no I've seen a (laughs) clip of online of Anna Kendrick doing the cup thing yes the first time the
2: first time I ever watched Pitch Perfect
1: right I I got on a train I was a bit drunk and then I got off at um that train station um, out on the west side where you get off and you never get another train again. The, yeah. the train's never The one stopping. between
2: North Melbourne and...
1: And Footscray or something. It's that weird yeah. one. And you always go through it. South Kensington, right? Yeah, that's right. And I was yes. like, oh, no, because I really need to piss. So I got off and then it was like night and I was like, oh, no, it's not another train for ages. And then there was this like chick on the train station. And she was like, do you want to watch Pitch Perfect with me? and i was like oh wow sure. what a side quest right? Jesus, I was like sure why not and while we waited for the next train me and this st- total stranger watched almost all of pitch perfect <laughs> on her
3: laptop
2: <laughs> wow <laughs> she looked at you and like there's a fellow girl in need yeah. i know what's gonna <laughs> happen here yeah. come with me now Pass my palm with silver and ye shall be rewarded. <laughs> well, we play the cup and game. you know what that girl's name was? <laughs> Lauren Bach! Ah, no, I'm
0: kidding.
2: <laughs> Einstein. <laughs> right. Oh,
0: that's incredible.
2: <laughs> that was John Lennon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i got to ask, was she singing along with it as yes, well? Or? Yes,
1: she was actually. She was like, I'm sorry. You. Pitch Perfect is a great
2: movie.
3: <laughs> it
1: was fun, oh, I, but it was such a weird situation. Also, even though there was no one else around for ages, she was like, no, we have to wear the headphones. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Like
2: one in each ear? Like you had lefty, she had righty? Yeah. Okay. Right. (laughs) Was she your age? Like what was her her vibe? I think she was a bit older. (laughs) She took pity on you.
1: Yeah. Uh, She didn't take pity on me. She was excited for a a friend to share Pitch Perfect with.
2: (laughs) You know what? She doesn't actually. wasn't actually uh, going anywhere. She just sits at South Kensington, yeah, <laughs> just watching over and over again, being like, "The people need to know." <laughs> when will my friend come back?
0: <laughs> Excuse me, madam. Have you heard the good word of Pitch Perfect?
2: <laughs> Do you take Anna Kendrick into your heart? <laughs> <laughs> always, always. I always take Anna Kendrick into my heart. <laughs> What would Anna Kendrick do? She
1: can play my hand <laughs> like a cup.
2: I don't mind. I can do that, by the way. The I can thing. do really? that little the cup thing. Wow.
0: Yeah. You yeah. got a cup nearby?
2: <laughs> Ready?
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: Okay. Your hands are too far away from the microphone box, so we can't hear the clapping or anything. But oh. that looks impressive. <laughs> This is making great podcasting. Anyways, great
2: podcasting. Yeah. I'll do a video and I'll send it to you. Great. I can't do it around my microphone.
3: No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so we like to ask a couple of questions on the index about the episode. So starting out, we just like to ask about the wackiness. Like, was this a particularly cartoony episode of The Simpsons? Did they use the animation space effectively? Oh. What do you think on that?
1: In terms of animation, I quite liked the end sequence when um, the a- acetone went flying everywhere and Milhouse lost mm. his glitter. glasses and the glitter. Oh, that was good, And everything yeah. was slowed down and they were all, like, going through But I was also like... Saving Private Ryan, I assume? I think yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, wow, that looks beautiful and it looks really well done. But I was also like, uh, glitter and acetone is blinding for your eyes. Like, that is not a joke. I can't believe they're just allowing that much glitter to get... You can go blind. Can scratch the fuck out of your corneas glitter in yeah, your true. eyes. It's so bad. And acetone that will m- blind you. I was like why is this not in <laughs> the itchy and scratchy thing? Anyway. So it
2: wasn't so much wacky as it was like realistic actually. Yeah. yeah but that sequence um, was beautiful animation. It was beautiful. I don't think it was particularly wacky because yeah. it seemed to be like any action sequence kind of was again reaching for a point that wasn't a point. Mm. So it almost felt like a means to an end as opposed to pure wackiness that just exists because it's funny. Yeah. Low on the wackiness scale for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, like, they had a montage set to Cherry Bomb by the Runaways where there, I yeah. don't know, there were a couple of good it was jokes fun. in there. Yeah. Yeah, like them putting the glad wrap on the urinals and everyone getting a bit of splashback. back. And...
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was gross. Yeah, that, <laughs> was, <laughs> that was Gross. Like, gross.
0: Um, just to check in with a bit of wacky, is there really a candy machine in the girl's bathroom?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, actually, they might have been referring to the machine, which um, you can get like a miniature perfume, a tampon, mm. a condom, mm. and breath mints. They have yeah. them in some bathrooms.
0: Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah.
1: They're called slutty
2: sisters. Yeah. yeah.
3: You, sister. Know when you, you, know,
2: you know, if you've got a slutty older sister yeah. and like she's always got mince perfume, condoms and oh a tampon. God. And a miniature hair straightener in a bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if she, but it's only in a bag because she doesn't have enough pockets. That yeah. was a good bit
0: <sighs> mm. when
2: Bart reaches into all these different pockets and he has like a notepad and glasses and a pencil sharpener and a pencil. Oh, yeah.
0: Pockets equals equality, apparently. Yeah, yes. I kind of <laughs>
1: hated that because I was like, all right, mate, like, no one's ever done this joke before. Jesus. Yeah, My yeah. eyes rolled back into the jokes. ocean. I was like, oh, God, I kind of hate it when people are like, uh, we don't have enough pockets on our clothes. I'm like, fucking, who? I don't give a shit. You look stupid when you have too much shit in your pockets.
2: There <laughs> is a- an amazing uh, pockets joke that Cassie Workman does that I will link you guys to. Oh, I've seen that. I won't be able to do it justice. I've seen that joke. Mm.
1: It is good. Except mm. I feel I like, f- I'm like, I think I was done with pocket jokes in 2014, to be honest.
0: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Cassie Workman, actually. I did a podcast with her ages ago where she was pretending to be Jason Statham.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that great. She's
3: great, though.
0: Yeah. yeah oh, uh, yeah. On the other side of the wackiness, we like to talk about the heart of an episode. You know, you've seen the best Simpsons, you know, have a good emotional core running throughout. What'd you think of this one? No
2: heart. There's no, no There's no heart. None whatsoever it was cold so was, yeah, yeah yeah super cold yeah yes
0: yeah well i was thinking you know when we were talking about the pockets thing before that yeah there was a, a serious lack of lisa in this episode yeah about you know so many of these uh, um, feminist issues and yeah
2: i was like it wasn't no a malibu Stacey, for example yeah you mm. know not now i'm too drunk <laughs> yeah um, uh, yeah lisa was an empty vessel in this episode Yeah, I mean, if it's. I mean, how does this compare to like other episodes in season 30? Or are we not allowed to talk outside of the episode that we're doing?
0: (laughs) I wouldn't say it's. Like, there are some modern Simpsons that are like just outright offensive. And I don't think this one quite crosses that oh, boundary of my, it might not be for me to say, but it just feels empty. No, uh,
2: it's not anything offensive. it's beyond the, yeah, it, it feels was, empty, I completely yeah. agree. Yeah, it was definitely not offensive. Yeah. But no, if anything, I get offended by the kind of like the humour and how dated it feels. Yeah. like
0: Yeah, it just feels like they're missing the mark in this one where, yeah, other times they overstep it and, yeah, that really speaks to the heart about how little we got to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, but
0: did it feel like an episode of the simpsons i think we already covered this do the characters feel like themselves for me
2: absolutely not <laughs> no way um a little bit but in a in a very uh, uncanny valley sort of way uh, it definitely hit me and i'm like oh this is not the simpsons i'm used to yeah
0: yeah there was even a line from Marge earlier, which I think really explained it well. Like, Because Marge in the classic era is always sort of like kept out of talking about issues, you know. Mm. She just wants everyone to be nice yeah. to each other. and then and- she'd do
1: it in such a way that is so quite funny. She would often like bend over backwards to avoid talking about anything. I love yeah. her. But then when she's secretly pushed, she's like, oh, I'm learning about... It's okay <laughs> to want things and become friends with the-, the... Do you remember when she became friends with that single mum?
0: Oh I love that uh, episode. Oh yeah. Laura, yeah. Yeah, that
1: was great.
0: Um, but yeah, in this one she just has a line, I don't know what to be liberal about anymore and it's just like Well that's, that's just you speaking much through the character. Thing yeah. To yeah. Say.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. But yes or no, would you watch this episode again? No.
2: No, I don't think I would. Again, I found myself laughing. I think I was going in being very doubtful that I was going to enjoy it at all. I was going in open ears, open heart, open mind. I wasn't. No, I was like, (laughs) fucking okay, what's Elliot making us do? Uh." (laughs) And I was pleasantly surprised with the uh, simmering kind of joke-like output but mm. I feel like the overall kind of plot and the execution fell
0: short for me. Yeah.
2: I would not watch it again. Yeah, no way.
0: All right. And this is the fun part of watching The Bad Simpsons. Let's punch this thing up. Uh, we'll start with you, Claire. What would you like to change about this episode? How would you improve it?
1: Uh, I would write some jokes. <laughs> <laughs> good, start, good start. Maybe write some jokes that are funny as well. Um, everything.
2: I think I'll just throw it, burn this episode, put it in the bin.
0: Oh, cool. Total teardown. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Lauren?
2: Um, I was thinking about that and I was what I would have liked to have seen if, if it was Lisa that perhaps started Bossy Riot
0: mm. and
2: maybe she was kind of much more in the middle of this thing and that or her and Bart joining forces together and making a little brother sister moment. Yeah. uh and then maybe margin Homer like kind of either finding out about it and then margin Homer so instead of like bringing in all these different characters and throwing this battle of the sexes thing around it actually comes into like a core family moment where it's like raising a you know a boy and a girl and how they might be treated differently as parents I'm like that's what I'm spitballing you know you could have all of this stuff all of those jokes But without kind of like trying to sort of yeah throw everything at the wall, again, it would have to come back to making the characters the things that are driving this forward as opposed to to, uh, what seems to be some kind of external force that I can't even put my finger on. So, yeah, I'd be making it into, like, a family uh, episode as opposed to, like, a whole whole Simpsons world universe episode.
0: Yeah, well, I like that idea as well of Lisa being in Bossy Riot first because then that, like, would have the reveal and then Bart go, oh, my God, you're part of this and, like, have him have some growing respect for her. Yeah.
2: Cause I mean, yeah. He's, yeah, he's the rebellious one, blah, blah, blah. And he, when he finds out she's been pranking and then, then they could join together and, and do stuff, you know, I think that yeah. would've been fun. And then you could still have like the three girls involved. Like maybe Bart does recruit them somehow. And then Lisa's some kind of like Lord of the flies, top dog thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could be cute. Right. I'd like to see that.
0: Yeah, totally. Mm. Uh, yeah my big change is like coming back to something um we were saying earlier is with um it's weird that millhouse is leading this group yeah so weird
1: like- so weird even though he points that out it's like they think i'm a leader i'll do it but it's like that is something that would never happen if you're going to do something that would never happen then make ralph the leader <laughs>
3: Yeah, <laughs> more
1: completely bonkers like a... I'm head of the incels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, that would have been slightly more kind of Simpson-y. Yeah. If they turned it on their head at that level. But
0: Yeah, well, I was just thinking, yeah, make any of the bullies the head of this, yeah, boys' rights activists or whatever, and have Milhouse be a part of it and him turned around because you know, of his undying crush on Lisa. And, like, there could at least be some, you know, things based on the character's... <laughs> traits that existed I'm before sorry, wait, you know? Elliot,
2: uh, sorry but, uh, What yeah, do you, you mean go, I'm like... undying
1: crush on Lisa? Milhouse doesn't have a crush on Lisa uh,
0: Oh yeah he does
1: Not yet, he'll get there We're so early Elliot, What it is are so early Don't be a cow, Millhouse has a crush on Lisa What the <laughs> fuck?
0: So you didn't know about their wedding or? <laughs> what? No, no don't troll her it. Like I've tried,
2: it's not good Don't go there <laughs>
0: i'm sorry i couldn't help myself <laughs> um all right we are here claire do you have any other notes about this episode before we rank it
1: no i just found it strange and uncomfortable i thought it was gonna be a spring breakers thing but then they'll pussy your eyes. i was like okay wrong
0: mm. wrong
2: um balaclava
0: <laughs> <laughs> and how about you lauren any other notes on this episode
2: um i guess my only thought was i mean not to sort of go though, but it's like, was there a reason? Did you choose this episode for us to watch? Oh yeah, Is this, yeah. I was curious about that.
1: It's <laughs> that. Were you the like, reason? I can't wait to You're see like, how You're like, I Claire know. We'll react. give
2: her the Pussy Riot one. <laughs> or was this actually random?
0: Um, more or less random. I'll uh, be honest yeah. that there are some episodes that I flagged that it's probably not a great idea to have an all male panel review. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: <laughs> yep, I get you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Well, in that case, I have no further notes, Your Honour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, my only other notes. I liked the sight gag of the Great British Boiling Show. Oh yeah. Oh week, my cabbage. God.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I also... Such a lovely shade of grey. Yeah. That was excellent. <laughs> I excellent. That. I enjoyed that. And I
0: also liked Skinner's line: "I will not negotiate with terrorists. I'll just give in." <laughs> that was good. And yeah, it's squeaky voice teen uh, likes being tied up in bras and stuff and left in dark rooms. Apparently.
2: Yeah. I'm good.
0: That's a new character trait for him that I didn't know. Um, anyway, it's time to rank this thing. And on the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Maybe if the episode was meh, you give it participant. But for positive rankings, you got okay bronze, good silver, excellent gold. But for the best of the very best, the episodes which the Simpsons could not exist without, you give cubic zirconia. <laughs> I'm going to go first. Let me show you how it's done. I'm going to go participant for this one. And just basically because, like, it wasn't very fair funny and normally i reserve failures for when they like try to do these issues episodes and just totally miss the mark i don't think they like missed the mark but they didn't have anything to say either so it just mm. felt a bit uh, void um lauren mm. What would you like to rank yep
2: I, I completely concur. I'm going to say participant as well. All right. For the same sort of reason, uh, especially because if you look at the other things we've talked about, how it just didn't have a heart, the characters weren't there and the wackiness wasn't either. Come on. It just, the scorecard speaks for itself.
0: Absolutely, and Claire.
1: Uh, yeah, failure. It was bloody loved it. it what was, are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> this
3: the best
1: episode I've ever seen. Oh my god, <laughs> it's better than the monorail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, failure. It was um, confusing, and that's not what feminism is. I'm like, <laughs> you've you, not a, what you've ro- you don't know how it's
2: just so incorrect. It's so weird. Yeah.
0: All right. And averaging out, that'll be a dull participant, yeah. which feels very correct. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah
2: it. it does. It does.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, let's go uh, f- 14 years earlier into the past to uh, season 16 episode, All's Fair Enough in Oven War. Uh, ah,
1: fun pun.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we'll be back. And we are back and we just watched our Teens Era episode, this was Season 16, Episode 2, All's Fair in Oven War First released in November of 2004 It was directed by Mark Kirkland, written by Matt Solman In this episode, Marge enters a baking contest And finds that she has to compromise her morals to win And in the B story, Bart gets into reading Play Dudes Just the articles (laughs) Hey, what'd you think?
2: I loved it I laughed all the way to the bank.
0: (laughs) It was so funny.
2: I didn't. Didn't laugh. Really? Yep. (laughs) Well, well, well. (laughs) The tides have turned. Oh, my God. Trouble in paradise. (laughs) Oh,
1: no. (laughs) Um,
0: Well, I thought it was at least a market improvement from the last one.
1: Oh, God. I feel refreshed. I feel like I've woken up from
2: a good sleep. (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh, uh, to be fair we are back on track yes yeah mm. i will give it that yeah
0: <laughs> so yeah the, uh, one thing that like immediately sprung out for me th- from this episode especially in comparison to the oz- other one in the classic era that you know the teens era had a bit more of like um self-referential bit of cynicism and a bit sort of trying to uh, shove the tropes on their head which mm. in some ways made this story feel a little rushed and not fully realized but yeah i had a mostly good time with it
1: yeah, it was like a classic w- telling of how a Simpson story goes, which I was like, great. And I loved Marge's storyline. I loved Bart's storyline. I was like, this is great. This is as it should be.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, it definitely doesn't feel like they're in Simpson suits this time, like oh, yeah. we have a very it's almost like the improvements that we were talking about to the last episode we were going to make. This is exemplified in in this. The Marge story is very Marge. Lisa is playing the right role, but and Homer as well. Like it is a very sort of family-centric episode and I think that's what I liked about it. I guess for me, I just didn't find the joke level particularly high. I wasn't laughing as much as I was in the last one. I mean, I don't know if that just is where my sense of humour is at, maybe because it's the second episode we've watched <laughs> – Uh, But I do feel like it is so much more character-driven. It's so much more like what The Kind of Simpsons should be, I would say, definitely.
0: Yeah. All right, well, uh, yeah, let's start out the review and I'll start with you, Claire. For better or worse, what is a moment from this episode that stood out to you?
1: Uh, Okay, so one little moment, it's a very little one, but when um, Marge, when she finds the, the pornos and she says... What are you reading, this bosom magazine? Yeah, bosom rags. Bosom magazine, which made me laugh so much because I'm like, of course she says bosom mag instead of like dirty rag or whatever. It was just so funny. And when Bart was like, orgies, whatever they are. Like every single little, there were so many fucking uh, hilarious little jokes.
0: And Bart turning into a little mini Hugh Hefner.
1: Yes, with a smoking jacket. <laughs> and when they're, they're all like and the bubble
2: com- pipe is always great,
1: and mm-hmm. they're complaining. All the towns' uh, parents are complaining to Homer, and like they're like giving reasons, like oh, they're speaking in, they're using unabashed dictionaries, and <laughs> and Ralphie wants to go on the
2: pill, and like okay, that was great, that was so <laughs> good,
1: so good,
2: so good. Ralphie wants to go on the pill. I cackled
1: myself laughing.
0: <laughs> My boy told a joke about an octopus and a an, uh, uh, pipes <laughs> and the punchline was that they fornicated.
2: <laughs> A very Ned Flanders thing to say. Yes. Beautiful. Yes, exactly. Yeah, these,
3: definitely.
1: Oh so funny. And it opens because he uh Bart got free cookies and then suddenly two years later happens. I'm like,
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Alright, two years and no one age, but I'm like, that's the entire point of the Simpsons. But I still like, two years?
0: <laughs> yeah, really- classic contractors <laughs> I, do I do like the subcontractor
2: though I like to kiss, <laughs> kiss I'm kiss like no that's pretty funny <laughs> 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 mm.
0: but yeah, uh, how about you, Lauren? What's a moment from this episode that stood out to you for better or worse?
2: Uh, definitely when they're playing jazz and Millhouse <laughs> goes, when do they start singing? Yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> and great. the uh, and the James Khan Godfather ending was fantastic. Yeah. I that went, was, okay, yeah. nah, you've won me back. Yeah. yeah, that ending, I was like, oh, my God, beautiful. Beautiful, <laughs> so good.
0: Almost a shot-for-shot shot remake of the Toll Booth scene in the I Godfather. I love a
2: shot-for-shot shot remake. I do. <laughs>
0: There's actually another one. The Simpsons. Yeah, there's another one from around this era where Marge beats up an attacker like much in the same way that yeah, the guy got beat up in The Godfather as well. Oh, I think and, I saw
2: that the other yeah on the street with the and the, the people who sort of gathered around. Yes, yeah. there is one of those as
0: well. No, there there is a good collection if you go look up Simpsons like shot for shot yeah mm-hmm. remakes of things and like yeah, there's the psycho one from yeah. Maggie hitting Homer and all that sort of stuff. It's real really good shit. Like
2: my um My other favourite moment, sorry, is like when Marge gets in the door and then Agnes bashes into (laughs) it. So ah! cartoony. Very good. Very good. Oh,
1: and I also very much enjoyed when Lisa was like, looking through the keyhole and she turns and Mm. she has keyhole around her mouth and then zooms out again and says, caution, painted keyhole. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't like that. I thought it, it was like, oh, really? nah, I was I like, okay, it was so silly. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. It made me laugh so much. It was so silly. Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, to me, that was like more of the Simpsons sort of trying to be a, more of a joke factory around this time. And,
3: yeah, for And sure. that's what I
0: was going to say. What stood out to me is, yeah, I really enjoyed the Bart storyline and the whole thing of, yeah, if you cut out all the um, boobies from these magazines, it's, yeah, just a bunch of articles about, yeah, listening to jazz music and shit <laughs> and that he'd adopt this. But that storyline didn't go anywhere. It kind of hit mm. its peak with, yeah, the kids all telling Homer's um, retelling of sex and how that works and th- nothing happened after that it felt like it just sort of ended
2: yeah and i know to, in my mind i feel like it's been done by the simpsons before and better with the um grandpa's tonic mm-hmm. solution episode as well okay i don't I know, know what of, that is i'm like i've yeah, never seen it's... any of
1: them in a competition like
2: this i'm like that's great yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i, yeah, I made maybe that it kind of made me think that that was a funnier way of doing it
0: yeah, definitely. Um, well, uh, how about the wackiness of this episode? What are some of the more cartoony moments that stood out to you? Oh, getting electrocuted
2: was amazing. Yeah, and it's like, all oh. right, I'm
1: going to do that exactly the same way again.
0: Oh, Homer all throughout this scene, I found insufferable. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, even like the, do you like what I did with the roof there? I thought you made it too low. That, to me, was just such a derpy gag. Like, uh,
2: okay. I loved yeah. that gag.
1: I was like, this is so silly. Look how low the ceiling is. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, I also liked that it opened with blackula, which is a real... Real, yeah. It's
2: a real film Yeah, we're <laughs> talking about early in the episode The bread maker maker did make yeah. me giggle Oh my god,
3: that made me
1: laugh yeah. so
3: much
2: But so- between that electrocuted thing And Agnes um, in the door I, yeah, The whack
0: factor was good yeah. Yeah. Very, very wily coyote sort of stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They were also big and bizarre and this weird little ongoing jokes when Apu was like, I dreamed to run away. And then oh, he man, did. Oh man, that
2: was good.
1: Missing man with eight children at home or whatever. It's like, that's so funny. And yeah. Just up- setting
0: up this weird, yeah, his desire to skip town and go uh, start his life again. And then, yeah, just the rest of it being told in newspaper. <laughs> yes.
3: Yes. <laughs> What
1: a some delight. reason it
0: makes front-page news. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> a huge story. <laughs> story was like 10 columns and it's not even a normal, normal-sized newspaper, not Herald Sun, it's like The Age, you know? It's mm. a broadsheet-sized newspaper.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, how about on the other side of that? How was the emotional core for you in this episode? How was the heart?
2: Um,
0: Silence. I, yeah,
2: no, I... I think what I kind of was getting a little bit caught up in is that I felt like the Marge and Homer dynamic here didn't really play off well for me. I felt like, like Homer was almost being like the worst version of himself, like very dumb, but then he was jealous. But the same way Marge was kind of also being kind of dumb and jealous as well. She was a little like slut shaming the like play dudes and everything like that. that oh, yeah. was, mm. it, it felt a little bit kind of cold in that way, I would say.
1: Oh, yeah, her anti-porn stance. I'm like, no, Marge. Yeah. Don't be no against much. anti-porn. So especially like vintage pornography. Like, Beautiful. Don't throw mm. it that away.
2: Don't cut That's it like up. That's like an Instagram now, Marge. Get amongst it.
1: Yeah, like keep it. Everyone wants to see that. It'll be beautiful. Oh, well, I suppose uh, Lisa kind of was like, I believe in you, Mum. Don't be this like conniving bitch. You know, but there was some Those
2: dessert dogs looked real yum. They did
0: Oh yeah.
1: And the line about I straight your father's meatloaf with store
0: dust. (laughs) (laughs) You feed us on twelve dollars a week. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, if you are talking about the heart, then it does sit with Lisa for this episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It sort of feels a bit contrived in that sense, though. Like I thought it just I don't know, happened because it kind of for a of perspective. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: I think it's probably because both the plots were evenly weighted, mm-hmm. possibly. Like, the B plot of Bart was quite as big as Marge's A plot, which uh, Bart's B plot could have just been an A plot,
0: easy.
2: Yeah, the two could have been swapped around pretty easily and, yeah, it, it did feel like both of them ended fairly quickly.
0: Yeah, I mean, we run into this a lot of where we go, why weren't they two different episodes? It felt like there was more there to be.
1: Yes. Yeah, Yeah. both had lots of ideas and you're like, oh, you could just flesh out either of those to make them their own thing.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, I always thought with this one that, yeah, there should have been like another competition level in between these two and I don't know. uh, But that's getting into, yeah, what I'd change about it. We're not there yet. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, First we asked us, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Are these the characters we know and love? Yes,
1: yes, yes, absolutely,
2: yes. Bart, especially, oh,
3: Bart,
2: <laughs> so good in this episode. I do love me some like Cletus and Brandine action, always as well. Happy to see those two. Love this for them.
0: Was this your introduction to them, Claire? Um,
2: Possibly. no, I believe I believe we've seen them before.
1: I'm a little. Well, like, I know who they are, so yeah. There yeah. you
2: go. Well, that's good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I got no real complaints on that era area either. Like, it's just yeah, mostly the show as a whole sort of feels like a wackier version of the classic era. But yeah, there's no like character breaks. I don't think.
2: No, not at all. And in fact, watching this episode through and then feeling like it wasn't as funny in a classically kind of driven sense. And we're in the teens now. I had a little like feeling in the back of my head that it's like between this episode, which is, you know, quite character driven. It sits in that kind of, you know, that that Simpsons Venn diagram we all know. And the season 30 episode, which is like, who are these people? <laughs> yeah. Was there like some kind of transition where they went, we're done with characters? Character work now because we cannot make it funny anymore, or that we've run out of premises, or we're just like it's getting it felt to me like the character side was strong, but it suffered the plot or the funniness suffered because there was just nowhere to go anymore. And that perhaps that means that, like, season like you know, the later seasons are kind of like we're going to abandon the characters a little bit in order to keep this interesting.
0: Yeah, um, I wouldn't say, it, you know, happens suddenly. It's, you know, like yeah. Fox becoming a softcore porn channel. It happens so gradually <laughs> I didn't even notice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Turn around and I'm like, oh, we're doing full frontal now. Great. Oh, the Naked <laughs> News Great, is I on mean, all the time. Naked News yeah, 24 sweet. hours. 24 seconds. Yeah, seven. flaccid. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs>
0: um but, you know, there were little things that happened along the way. And I think, yeah, coming back to something you were saying earlier about this is not the best version of Homer. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with the whole term of, yeah, jerk-ass Homer and all that. But uh, this is oh, sort of erring oh, on that like, side.
1: I think the, our, our season one of Elementary Springfield, Bocca and I, I was just like, Homer yeah, she is hated
2: Homer he's a fucking like whole asshole. Whole I wanted him to yeah. die.
1: He was so mean and horrible and not had no redeeming qualities. This guy, he cared. <laughs> He cared yeah. a bit. It was like, he was not yeah. like that character of that was e-
2: very easy to hate and a, and a drunk and just a terrible, terrible man. Yeah, but that still is kind of here when Marge is like, it's your father being tipsy and grabbing me from behind? Yeah. I'm like, gross. Gross.
1: But he is always tipsy and is always grabbing her from behind whenever she's cooking. Like, you mm. do see that throughout, throughout The Simpsons.
2: Right. And
0: they're like, yeah, they took a long time in the early years to figure out Homer's character to, you know, not be a boorish drunk and how do we make him redeemable and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And, like, I think the consensus is the best version is when they write him like a Labrador, I think was the quote oh. that got thrown around the writer's room. Oh, where- yeah, when
1: he's, like, sweet, like, when he's tr- the episode... Yeah, the I lovable think, idiot. Yeah, where he's really trying to be good to his family, like, when he does mm. things that are like, I only do this because I love you, but then he fucks it up so badly.
0: yeah. And he's not, like, selfish on purpose. He's just, you know, he's like a Labrador. He's bounding towards that ball and, you know, he's laser-focused in that way. But, yeah.
2: But I think, I mean, the earlier versions, like the earlier season of The Simpsons were playing off that trope of, like, an anti-family because, yes. like, a lot of the writers were kind of grew up in, like, sort of Brady Bunch era style. So to actually make a family that was dysfunctional, And to have the father not be this kind of, you know, godlike, be all Mm. and end all. Whoever the, you know, whatever the dad is in Full House, like these Mm. squeaky clean, like amazing, you know, images of fatherhood. Like, like you know, Homer was supposed to be the antithesis of that. So I guess they pitched it a bit too far and had to kind of once the series took off and people started to invest in these characters and actually went, uh, we don't like Homer very much. They had to kind of reframe him and be like, okay, we've been there and done that. How do we pull it back to actually making him likable considering he's one of one of five people that we're going to have to keep writing about?
0: Mm. No, totally. Um, But yeah, finding that line is yeah. Not making him a total bore, but Mm. not making him ultra squeaky clean. Perfect. Like, Bob Saget, for instance. That's exactly
2: right, yes.
0: (laughs) But yes or no, would you watch this episode again?
1: Uh, To be honest, if I could cut out so it was just the Bart's play dude storyline, I would watch that again. I probably wouldn't want to watch Marge be evil again, but I did enjoy her trying out her evil side and
2: overly competitive side. Her mm. laughing was amazing.
1: I wrote that down, Marge's Laugh. It was so
2: good.
1: Like, oh, what, it was a, 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 a beautiful spectrum of Marge <gasps> laughter. Oh. It
0: was intense. <laughs> That's a decent evil Marge impression.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at it, Amelia. Um,
1: I would, lo- I would <laughs> love noticed. to see an episode where Marge goes full evil and then traces yes. it back. I would love to see that.
0: well let's uh maybe you can do that in what you'd change about this episode claire what would you how would you improve this episode
1: i make it two separate episodes obviously um Mm. and then so i would make the plot with um marge i'd make that one be the full one where she goes full evil and like she gets like you remember how homer gets his own devil and and angel on his shoulder i would like marge to have her own version of them and get real in deep and like
2: Go a real
1: devil and then, like, come out of it and realise what she's done to her family and shit. I don't know.
2: Yeah, especially Mm. because she does pride herself on her cooking, her kitchen, her homemaking, that kind of stuff. So maybe playing off the image of what she believes she is and what she's willing to step down to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that would be interesting. See how far into the depths she can go. Mm.
0: Yes. Until she goes into hell and becomes full evil Marge. Yes. Yes. (laughs) How about you, Lauren? What would you like to change?
2: Uh, I would like to make it funnier. I felt like there would be moments that could have been a bit sharper or a bit like, I don't know where they were at with timing on this episode. Again, I felt there were some bits that maybe it kind of dragged a little bit and then it got too quick at the end. So I'd maybe Mm. go back and gave it just like a little bit of a once-over pacing-wise and make a choice, like either make it for Marge or make it for Bart and like use that... Extra time or that that pacing to actually don't go half ass on either of them, like pick one and and actually make it an A. Yeah, and if we were going to pick one, then I think maybe Bart's story should have been an A.
0: Yeah, it's sort of a problem with the teens era as well because this is around the time where you know, this was the last of The Simpsons uh, sort of being dependent on the Fox network and mm-hmm. the network was making them cut the episode time in favour of more ads. Oh. And some episodes were as short as 19 minutes, which is only like Jesus. two or three minutes less. That's but, like you kids know, TV. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, in TV time, three minutes can, yeah, make a break a show. Yeah, so.
1: three minutes is really long screen time. That's, wow.
0: Yeah, so in that respect, I really do feel that same, yeah, push and pull of the dragging and the, the paciness of the episode, yeah. and yeah, I yeah really want to see that more exploration of Marge gradually compromising, not just in one big hit with yeah. the yeah. baby's ear medicine out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, yes. just just to set that up somehow. Yeah. You only need a line. Yeah,
2: just the fact she had to like run with the dishes of the hot dogs with her purse on, and I'm mm. like, what's
0: the purse doing? Why have we got that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and just on the hot dogs, I don't. Do you two watch binging with Babish at all? No. Nah.
1: I've never heard of that. I don't really watch reality TV.
0: Oh, uh, well, it's a YouTube (laughs) channel, which I guess it is reality TV. Uh, It's this guy who uh, tries to replicate recipes that he's seen on TV. Oh, fun. And Mm -hmm. And he's done several episodes on The Simpsons, like he did the Out of This World Moon Waffle um, that Homer makes with, like, yeah, the waffle and caramel wrapped around a stick of butter. Um, (laughs)
2: Oh, what? Yeah, that's
3: that's terrible
0: creation.
2: And they use those the goopy Simpsons noises, Uh you know, when they.
1: (laughs) 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 Does he make the flaming mo?
0: Uh, I don't know if he did. He's done like three specials on The Simpsons alone because, yeah, they've done a he- hell of a lot of recipes. He even did Ralph's uh, Grilled Crayon Sandwich. But... Oh! <laughs>
3: okay, that made <laughs> <way loves laughs> so much as well! <laughs> Did you get Can you to taste the thumbtacks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he did a nice for ver- like because he'll do like the recipe as it is on the show, and then he'll like try to make a n- nice version. So he just like made it like a grilled cheese with food dye, oh, and yeah. yeah, he he also made yeah Marge's um, yes. dessert hot dog with yeah meringue bun cookie dough hot dog like this thing sounds Yum. so sickly sick right sounds delicious no no
2: I'm like I'm I'm so here for
1: it <laughs> I'd yeah. take a slice a small slice mate. Like, that's all I might it otherwise but that sounds good I'd share it with four friends yeah
0: <laughs> um all right I think uh, we are here yeah uh, Claire do you have any other notes parts of this episode you want to mention before we rank it
1: uh I wrote so many so many lines about things that I thought were funny. It's just I, I really did laugh quite a lot at a lot of the jokes, like Armadillo on the road. Loved that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and Bart in the corner after you'd learned about sex. and like, wow,
0: he's freaking <laughs> out. It was great. Do you know what a boob is? Yeah. That'll save some time. Yeah, that was
1: great. Yeah. I I think I quite like that animation bit where all the kids tell more kids and tell more kids and tell more kids. Mm. um, I I suppose we can uh, uh, use that as a way to explain how coronavirus gets around.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Gladys, we prepared a graph. If you want to have a look at this, (laughs) this is how it works. Yes.
0: Lord knows what you need. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Lauren? Any other notes?
2: I uh, just loved every single second of James Kahn to be honest. Some guys <laughs> like a challenge, not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, him going off of Mrs. Crabapple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was in that swimsuit. <laughs> Why like, is there an adult here? Oh, yeah, he's going to win. <laughs> it was great. Her swimsuit, same kind of colour palette as her normal clothes as oh, well. It's yeah. like Edna's green. Green yeah. looks best on her. Yeah, she oh, knows her colours. Good on her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew them that well. I just go for all of them, as you can see. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, was that on your notes, sorry?
2: Yeah, that was it.
0: Yeah, my other uh, notes at the bake sale or whatever, all the different loafs, the tuna loaf, the castle loaf, the loaf loaf.
2: <laughs> yes! <laughs>
0: I would try them all. Also, yeah, wasabi wings, that sounds pretty awesome.
2: Uh, Also delicious, yeah. Yeah.
1: I once went to a street party, a street Christmas party, and there were seven different dishes of potato salad, different types of potato salad. Claire can't eat
2: potato salad. (laughs) Oh,
1: no, there were so different types of potato salad. No, I can eat potato salad. I can't eat mashed potato.
2: Mashed potato, sorry. Very different textures. I'm so sorry, Claire. I'm so... (laughs) So, look at me. You, I'm so sorry. Look, I know you can't eat
1: b- a banana.
2: Yeah, I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: but Allergy was, thing or a texture thing? That's true thing.
1: friendship, Elliot, when you know each
0: <laughs>
1: food It's a texture choices. thing. It's the same thing as my potatoes. Te- yeah, we have the same potato texture thing,
2: issue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, like, regular, sorry, I need to dig into this. Yes, you do. The regular potatoes, fine. Mashed potatoes, bad.
1: Yeah, mashed potato, even if it tastes good, I will vomit it back up
2: on my plate. It gags. Yeah, I gag. Wow.
0: And just bananas straight out. Doesn't matter. I've never
2: eaten a banana in my living memory. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even, I can't go near them. And, like, my boyfriend basically doesn't eat bananas anymore. Because I think once, like, I kissed him and I'm like, did you eat a banana? And he's like, Yeah, like six hours ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just imagine him trying, no, hiding the banana skin underneath the rock.
2: <laughs> You've been eating bananas again. <laughs> I like to kiss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was so funny. I like to kiss. <laughs>
0: Yeah. The, oh, actually, I had a couple of cartoony moments. Homer's weird fantasies in this episode.
1: Yes! Actually, I did write that down. His dream about meeting all the food characters and the dream mm. about him uh,
2: living next door to himself. I found both of those not funny in any way in the slightest. I
3: loved them! <laughs>
0: We do suspect here on our podcast that this is sort of when Simpsons was getting influenced by Family Guy style of, yeah, cutaway humor. Because uh. I don't think these are the most egregious examples because they're at least set up with context. But, yeah, they've definitely done this sort of thing, but worse. Yeah.
2: Ugh. Yeah. It fell flat.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, and Marge ends the episode by saying BFD.
2: Yeah,
1: I didn't know what that was. Big
2: fucking deal.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh! Oh! Oh, my God, yeah, she said BFD, and I was like, what does that mean? And then I didn't understand her tone of the rest of the sentences. I was like, because I thought it meant, like, best friend or something, and I was like, <laughs> I, I, I'm confused about the tone of this sentence because she was like, yeah, BFD, I've seen him uh, make uh, scrambled eggs. They use whiskey. And I was like, that's not good. What do you mean, BF What does BFD mean? Big fucking deal. Oh my it God. means
2: that she was wearing technically. Yeah.
0: I love the optimism, (laughs) like, because she's talking to Lisa. You thought, ah, she was just saying best friend daughter. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. I was so confused. (laughs) Uh, Best friend day.
0: (laughs) It's time to rank this thing, and Claire, you can go first this time.
1: Uh, Okay, what's above a participant?
0: Uh, Then it goes bronze, silver, gold, cubic zirconia for essential episodes.
1: Okay, uh, between participant and bronze, but neither of them.
0: Uh, You have to fall on one side. That's our rules. Oh.
1: Um, uh, well, I wouldn't want <laughs> gi- to give it a bronze, but it made me laugh a lot.
0: Yeah, that's that's qualification for a bronze, I think it, I, reckon. I
2: think it's a bronze. Yeah, but I wouldn't give it a bronze.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we say bronze is sort of like, yeah, that was an okay episode. I might watch it, maybe. I don't know.
1: I wouldn't watch it again, but I will remember the Play Dude stuff.
2: That was great. Guess I give it a bronze for the Play Dude stuff.
0: Bronze for Play Dude stuff. How about you, Lauren?
2: I'm going to fall on the other side, which
0: is <laughs> participation
2: again. For different reasons this time, I just didn't think it... It just didn't just didn't tickle me. But I did like that it was very classic.
0: Yeah. No, g- uh, given the review, I thought it... it um...
2: I revert back to my same principles. I just didn't find it funny enough.
0: Yeah, no, that's actually a fair point. Um, Yeah, I mean, for that reason, I'm falling on the bronze thing. I think it had, yeah, some decent story, like, set-ups but it just never quite got there with any of it. And, like, yeah, aside from a lot of funny moments, it, yeah, overall lacked a bit of satisfaction that you get from the classic eras. And, yeah, averaging out, yep, that'll be a dull bronze, which, um, yeah, that feels right, actually.
2: Yeah, well, we we will do three for three today. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, uh, The dullard rankings. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, and now jumping all the way back to the start of The Simpsons I thought because you two are covering, yeah, 3 to 8 That I might take you back to essentially where it all began Ooh. So yeah, next up we're watching Season 1 Episode 2 But The Genius We will be back Oh wow And we are back, and we just watched our classic and final episode of the day. This was Season 1, Episode 2, But the Genius. First released in January of 1990. Oh. <laughs> I love it's when older I,
1: than I am.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love when
0: I say a Simpsons release date so old that it makes people go, oof. Like It just kicks <laughs> you in the gut. It
3: does. <laughs>
0: uh, this was directed by David Silverman, written by John Vitti in this episode. Bart cheats on his aptitude test and gets sent up to a gifted class, but uh, he can't cut it in that environment. Anyway, whatever. What do you guys think?
1: Um, it was so weird. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> so weird. To begin with,
1: the opening title sequence was yeah. really long. Yeah. And there's all this extra stuff in there.
2: Yeah, I I struggled to see past the animation a lot of the mm. time, to be honest. It is They're,
1: all their faces looked a little scary.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was fucking bizarre.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. It, it kind of felt like watching a bit of a nightmare version of The <laughs> Simpsons.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this is such an interesting part of The Simpsons history right here because, uh, I mean, they had the Tracy Ullman shorts, the sketches before, yeah. and which looks even way more nightmare, and they hadn't exactly <laughs> gotten their animation studios in America and Korea happening.
2: Yeah. And it shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Because yeah, even some of the episodes they had originally intended to come out before this one had come back from animation so horrible and bad that they like redid the schedule of season one. Like wow. Yeah, oh I God. think this one was meant meant to be originally in the mid of the season, but they had to push it up. So uh,
2: yeah. It doesn't really sit for me as like, you know, the very second episode of The Simpsons at all.
0: Yeah. Well, Do you mean y-
1: because of the storyline?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Laura. So, is this one that you might have revisited at all, like since first viewings, or
2: no, no, we skipped them because I think of the like the just sheer uncanny Shitiness. valley, weird, <laughs> and anima- like again, I just can't get past it. It doesn't feel very Simpsons-y to me. It's just, and then. Also, like, the voice recordings are oh, pretty substandard was... as well. Homer's voice. Okay. okay, son. Yeah, just the way they're recording, it's almost like they just don't quite have the right uh, technology down yet. Yeah, sounds like baby's first podcast, you know. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like a few weeks ago when my housemate Lisa, who also runs a podcast, um, she's like, oh, I got some mics from Kmart. Oh, oh no! Nice. Right, and I was like, "Uh huh," and she's like, "Yeah, they were only like forty bucks each," and I was like, "No." Eh. And then she was setting them up, uh, you know, in the bungalow where we record and she came like, she's like, hey, can you help me like with these? And we were like re-recording. We were using Audacity. We were using all of our mixes. We were trying to like make it work. And they just sounded like she was talking through fucking fly screen. And and then I was like, let's just plug the other ones back in, my ones, and just see if there's any difference. And same settings, everything's the same and they sounded normal and fine. And she was like... (laughs) Oh, and I'm like, I'm sorry, babe. I didn't want to be the one to tell you, <laughs> like, mm. but you know, forty dollars each from Kmart is n- not a bargain. Makes um,
3: no,
2: not it's a just... bargain if they fucking shit house. They sounded worse than like a like a you know a microphone on a fucking pair of like headphones. Oh god, like it was so bad, guys. It was so bad, but I'm like, and when it comes to recording, you get what you pay for, and I'm like, yeah. I think maybe we bought, Kmart bought them from The Simpsons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a fire sale or a stock take sale of all their all their 1989
2: gear must go. Tin, tinny AF. yeah, oh God. Man, Anko-branded
0: yeah. microphones, that is uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's bleak.
2: Anco. Yeah,
1: yeah would, pretty bleak. I love the Anko-branded um, coffee grinder. Works as Treat, uh-huh. it was ten dollars. But I use one of those Yeti microphones that I got for like a hundred and twenty or a hundred and fifty dollars, something from uh, JB Hi Fi, and that works really well.
0: Yeah, they hold up okay. But yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> I just feel like just yeah, the idea of someone buying their podcast equipment from Kmart is just wonderful.
2: Like, <laughs> Look, it's a mistake you only make once. Yep. Yeah. She paid the price of $40 <laughs> each. Yep. And now yeah. they just sit in the corner gathering dust. <laughs>
0: no, that's it. And, you know, as we professional podcasters know, you must get with <laughs> diamond encrusted. <laughs> Ah. Sure microphones with a gold plating and everything. All the I won't
2: settle for anything less. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely not. I need to If it's not diamonds, a- then don't come near me. Yeah, I actually prefer mine
1: to be covered in radium. I want it to be glowing. <laughs>
2: I prefer Cubic Sarconia myself.
0: Aha. (laughs) Simpsons reference. (laughs) No, thank you. So how was this, Claire, as well? Like, you know, seeing the classic era, even the start of, like, that three to eight, you know. Yeah. How's this in comparison, in tone, in animation? What do you reckon?
1: Uh, This was, like, it was, like, off the chops. As I said, it was, like, a nightmare version. It was, like, okay, so, you know, that's the sequence where, uh, but is trying to work out the train problem and mm. i was like i i wouldn't I, I don't think i could ever do that now like obviously i can't i would never be able to do that at his age like that's nuts but like that nightmare he was having was how i felt watching this
0: uh... <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to do the math and the sums in your head and then yes! just... <laughs> like,
3: uh, uh, uh.
1: yeah it was so weird like their mouths were terrifying and their eyes and Millhouse had black hair and <laughs> Yes, I also wrote that down. Yes, hmm. and every time they someone turned their head, their mouth would have to catch up with their <laughs> eyes.
3: <laughs>
1: well, this so is weird. also
0: at the stage where like You know, the whole animated adult sitcom wasn't a thing yet, and Mm. for animators, they were really in new waters here. And they talk a lot about, you know, the rubberiness of season one of The Simpsons, where Mm. they're still inspired by, you know, old Disney or Warner Brothers style of animation and working within that, and it's not as static as The Simpsons had become later.
2: I would yeah. agree with that, and I actually wrote down that it had like an almost Renan Stimpy like quality,
0: yeah, to yeah. it.
2: And and that said, I did find that like it it um it did use what it could to convey things that we do see in the simpsons a lot like yeah. like a you know extended um nightmare sequence i actually thought that was really interesting and oh. cool yeah it was um, like felix and, the cat that's what that yeah, reminded me yes. of. yes <laughs> or even like the uh you know there were some of the camera angles were really interesting like when yeah. um skinner busts him for um for graffitiing and there's this like whole like high-low ratio happening of like Skinner looking down on the graffiti can, looking down. So we get a lot of POV. So you can kind of like see that, you know, they were on the right track and kind of using sort of like filmic knowledge, but it still left a lot to be desired because just the quality was like, yeah, the mouth's catching up thing. So I Mm. don't know how much of it was particularly deliberate or like just the style of the time. And how much was actually just shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Don't know. I I wasn't bored, but it, it was very odd. Yeah. I liked their two jokes. There were like two jokes in the episode as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, what What are those jokes that stood out for you? The,
1: the sole jokes that they were, is like, this is how I'm going to teach you how to tie a tie, son. Yeah. And, and then it's a clip tie. I mean, yeah. like, that's a joke. And then the second joke, oh, yes, when Einstein invented the light bulb.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. That's
1: another joke, like. He probably okay.
0: turned himself all sorts of colours.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, this is so weird. They're yeah. like, oh, yeah, I only need one, two jokes an episode. That's fine.
0: <laughs> I think they were going for more of those, you know, story and dialogue-based jokes. Like, yeah, there weren't an, a mm. lot of out-and-out out jokes in this episode, certainly. No. Uh, how about you, Lauren? What's a moment or two that stands out to you, for better or worse?
2: definitely the uh yeah the train sequence with that black and white but just the numbers were red it was almost schindler's listy even though this was not even like starting to begin the sort of simpsons reference Type stuff at all So I think that was really I was like damn that's actually really interesting I thought that was really cool um, I also enjoyed just at the end When the hamsters escaped <laughs> um, I thought that was really cute Actually those weird hamsters so um, Oh jeez I must have missed that yeah, when Bart yeah. explodes the chemistry stuff, the little hamsters, you can see them going
3: dee, 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 dee,
2: dee, mm. across the screen. I was That's like, cute. oh, very good. That was very <laughs> cute. That and uh, at the end with the, in the office of the psychiatrist having Einstein and Bart's yeah. pictures yeah. behind the desk and nothing else, <laughs> <laughs> like being held up as uh, the geniuses of our time, the voices of a generation. <laughs>
0: yeah. But it is oh, an interesting God. thing with, yeah, the Dr. J. Lauren Pryor who, like, yeah deifies him and just like mm. starts imposing a lot of you know his own uh just bigging him up basically sorry a cat mm. just walked by my window <laughs> and... your cat a cat. cat the cats cat escaped oh, no.
2: <laughs> that was the control cat <laughs> oh
0: shit so you could probably tell i was a lot like Bart in school and yeah, just... <laughs> shiny <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> Very much. Um,
1: Burry The thing about the IQ test. Uh, so my mom is a child psychologist, and you don't do IQ tests. They're they're all bullshit. Like yeah, yeah. I yeah. I don't think they've done them forty years. Like I think my mum was like in the nineties. She was like, no, no, these are these don't work.
0: Yeah, my mum actually used to do really well on IQ tests, and it's because her dad, my pop, was like just a bit of a smart ass, and he liked these sort of like riddles that you'd tell people. And oh, it's yeah. the sort of shit that would show up on an IQ test. You know, a rooster sits on the roof, lays an egg, where does it roll? Haha, rooster doesn't lay eggs, you dumbass. You know, that <laughs> sort of. Yeah. <laughs> That's that sort of shit. So, mum would always do really well on an IQ tests because my pop was a bully. I think I'm now realizing.
2: <laughs> and that's the moral of the story. <laughs> bully children. <laughs> bully children, and they'll do well. Yes.
1: Oh, God. Um, I really liked how this genius school that Bart was sent to, the way they treated the children and the way those children spoke was like, this is just. Steiner school.
2: I was. Th- I wrote down Steiner as well. Yeah, I'm like you.
1: Kids sound exactly like all the people that I ever was friends with that went to a Steiner school. And yes, the way what's you're a Steiner school? A- oh, uh, oh.
3: It's,
1: uh, uh, so a I, I, short, short way. It's a very. It's a rich hippie school. Um, they have a lot of self-directed learning. Uh, Apart from obviously in this example, they you were using computers, but nowadays they really don't. They really discourage computer
2: use. They don't teach them how to read for ages either, right?
1: Yeah, they allow yourself to learn to read, so you start learning to read in your own pace. Yeah, because often if you're trying to teach someone to read, they're like, "I don't get it yet," and then suddenly one day it'll just click. Mm. Is the theory There's a And it's like I think it's Some bits are like Kind of When they're younger It's more of a Play-based learning environment It's all about Kind of making Your own thing As
2: well Self-directed learning Like Calvin and Tanya Yeah What?
0: Yeah, I, I, I missed oh, that one the, too. So
2: the Calvin and t- they were two of the names
1: of the students. Oh, I remember Ethan because he had no eyes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, horror animations here. Uh, yeah because yeah I draw a lot of comparisons because my nephew's in like Montessori school and that yeah, that's yeah sort of- same. Montessori same. is
1: like a slightly slightly more like regularish version of Steiner. like Steiner yeah. is like this old German guy and then someone's like, let's make Steiner slightly more accessible and so they made Montessori and I'll actually quite a lot of uh, schooling these days. their theories've taken a lot of Montessori like attributes and attach it into regular schools. So you just yep. need f- yeah. yeah holistic learning. yeah, totally
0: yeah because one of my funny like the way i got self-directed learning was seeing a picture of um, yeah my nephew's school where they had a presentation where someone came in from guide dogs that day and had a labrador and all the kids were into it and my nephew was like i don't care i'm gonna go do work over here and so there's this picture of their classroom where like all the kids are just so excited to see this dog and my nephew's just like "Eh."
2: in the corner (laughs) yeah that's great mate no you'll regret that later (laughs) (laughs) Ah, he was into Yeah, and we
0: asked him, and he's like, I've got a dog at home. So uh, um. how was the cartooniness of this episode? What were some animation moments that stood out to you? Uh,
1: I would say the train problem. That was mm. a beautiful moment of animation that really did just stand out.
2: Mm. Um, I really enjoyed when Bart and Martin were pulling faces at each other. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I silly. thought that was really cute. <laughs> and, uh, and Homer's handwriting as well. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> Especially mm. when compared to... Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but, oh, Martin in this episode, what a little snitch. Like-
2: uh, <gasps> Such a little
1: snitch. Like, shut up, Martin. So Get the fuck gross. out. <laughs> and I
2: thought that, like, he was uh, not until they were starting to pull faces at each other that I realised there was, like, a rivalry going there. I just thought mm. Martin was just being a goody-goody because he had the best of intentions when I'm actually, oh, no, he is being a little bitch. Oh. Yeah. yeah. No, wow.
0: that's it. he is making sure, yeah, Bart is penalised at every opportunity. Yeah, like.
2: yeah. We're not, I'm not used to Martin being that mean.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, he was sort of a weird character where he was set up as, yeah, in the early seasons as this foil for Bart, but they just sort of, I don't know, gradually drifted him off. Um, yeah,
2: they did. Yes.
0: Yeah. And this one, something that actually stood out to me was, and yeah, it has to do with the heart is that everyone, mm. no one believes in Bart. And that's just so sad for this episode.
2: Yeah. Oh man. Just the 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 bit at the end when Bart's like, "It's been really nice having you just be oh. nice to me." Yeah, mate. Jesus. Oh. And they pull some like violins in the background, and I'm like, "Excuse me." Why am I getting misty over watching them throw a ball together? Yeah, that was that
1: did. I wrote the softball scene because that was so beautiful, that was so
3: sweet. Mm.
1: Oh. And, like, when they were giggling in the opera, they were playing
2: on the one
0: little joke. Oh. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, Marge, like, yeah, let's encourage the learning and even Lisa's getting in on the...
2: (laughs) Exactly, yeah. That's when you know it's like, oh, actually, you know, I thought, like, the whole episode had, like, a real kind of tinkering and playing with the idea of, like, high status kind of, like, uh, intelligence or high art or something like that and then pitching the Simpsons against that. This is that embryonic sense of like anti-authoritarian, like anti, you know, establishment stuff that you see a little bit later on. I feel like that was that's a bit of a seed. Yeah, well, I mean, like
0: you were saying before, with the sitcom tropes as well. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. The Simpsons in the early '90s doing this, and it's like oh my goodness, who are these ruffians? And yeah, like yeah,
2: for sure, yeah. for sure. They're like, we're the low-status family. Come join and have fun and make fart noises.
0: <laughs> and uh, parody lyrics to Toreador, which yeah. this is why I know the meaning of the word cospidor. <laughs> for, the, for those playing at home, it's another word for a spittoon. <laughs> the one weird smart joke, though, that I've always had a problem with is the, um, the palindrome thing.
3: Oh. Uh-huh.
0: oh mem say but rabbi has memo like i had to look it up men means like a wealthy white woman like
2: oh oh yeah it does too
1: yes
0: oh this, i was this just sentence like make no sense i
1: was like i don't understand that either way like yeah
0: this- yeah no matter what ra- way you read it it doesn't really make sense yeah uh, but how was the um heart elsewhere in the episode uh did you guys feel the ba- bumps
1: I guess it was just kind of with like Bard and Homer really when they were getting yeah. along and that was really sweet. And then when he turned at the end, I was like, Oh classic Homer." But like, oh, yeah, okay. I kind
2: of saw it coming. I was like, "We're gonna get a why you little here? yeah yeah, which was <laughs> yeah. A fu-
1: which was fun to watch, to be honest. Why are you little and you see." Bart's little green butt running upstairs. I also wrote down Bart's little green butt. <laughs>
2: yes. It
1: was so funny and cute. He had, cute. Yeah, he had mm. no nipples, but he definitely had a butt.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, once again, Simpsons, you'd never see butts on the Cosby show. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, on
2: camera, anyway. No.
0: <laughs> but uh, ultimately, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Now, this is a weird question to hear because when we're talking about later seasons, is it like, is it upholding mm-hmm. the integrity of the show that we've come to know and love? This one, uh, when we're looking at early season episodes, it's like, Is this laying the foundations? Is this, like, recognisable? Yeah, I would say
1: definitely laying the foundations. You can definitely see where that it started in this space. Like, it has, like, the, the, yeah, totally, it's a naughty TV show, I guess.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah, yes, exactly. It's almost, it's already doing its job. Yeah. Which I think it it had a strong beginning in that. And even maybe because this episode was meant to be later in the season, but we get it now it's just throwing you kind of head first into like the Simpsons world. So I think, yeah, it's very, it seems very typical of either like early era, maybe like not like super early as it is. But, you know, if you put the animation aside, like if you remade this episode with normal animation, I think it would stand up.
0: Yeah, it's sort of one of those things where I think the characters are all what they would end up being anyway.
2: Yeah. Yeah, which Uh, is kind of unique. Yeah, Yeah,
0: but definitely, joke per minute is not quite there. (laughs) Not
2: quite there, but they haven't started doing references yet. So, all they've kind of got to go on is like an actual (laughs) storyline. Crazy, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) How
0: weird. So, uh, let's get into what we'd like to change. Lauren, we'll start with you. What would you like to change about this episode?
2: I think I already said that. I as in no, no. I just realized then I was jumping ahead. But Mm. I would be really curious to see them actually like clean it up and see what if you took season five Simpsons writers and said, Hey, rewrite this Mm. and what they might come up with, what references they might put into it, what they would change, what they would keep. I think that would be absolutely fascinating to see. But in terms of the actual kind of, you know, the way it just rolls through everything, I I think that it's a really well-paced, really prime example episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: almost no no notes, which is (laughs) surprising for me. Surprising.
0: Uh, How about you, Claire?
2: I think I'd get Conan O'Brien to rewrite it.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, see what he would do.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is hard to say with these season one episodes. It's like besides saying something as more jokes, please. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I guess I once again would have liked a bit more of Lisa in this story rather yeah. than just sort of being commentating from the side. That was yeah,
2: yeah. Considering she is supposed to be smart, where it could have been some kind. I mean, it, that does come a little bit later. Like yeah. we do revisit the idea of like Lisa basically think like putting a lot of her personality into her intelligence and Bart putting a lot of his personality into his like rebellion or being naughty at school where she wants to be good. So that is that does come later, but, like, she's got nothing to say? Yeah. yeah. And also but- it's like, are we going to send Martin to the school then, to the cool school? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's his payoff, you know? You'll we don't never ever get, get to, it. <laughs> We don't get to see him again.
1: I did Not- like at the beginning where they established that uh, Maggie is the true genius of the family. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, she knows that he equals MC Square and she knows how to operate a firearm.
2: Yes! Oh my God, the <laughs> Scrabble was just terrifying to look at. Terrifying.
0: <laughs> just all the two and three letter words? Or... Yeah. I was <laughs> like... And I also
2: noticed like the backgrounds as well were so bizarre. There was this weird purple kind of gradient background they kept using. Yeah. yeah. That I kept sort of seeing there. I'm like that is just so weird. But also like you can see the 70s-ness of the Simpsons house. They have a starburst clock in the background. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> in the kitchen. I went, oh my God. 70s clock and but, uh, if you look closely you,
0: know, you can see their shag carpeting as well
2: yeah I'm pretty I'm pretty into mid, mid-century mid furniture so I clock that
0: <laughs> uh, and their couch being held up by a dictionary yeah,
1: um, I went like that because uh, my pre- one on my previous share houses my bed was broken so I just used all my books to hold
2: it up yeah
0: <laughs> Well, you've done reading them, you know. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Books, not just for reading anymore.
0: (laughs) Books are furniture too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um, The gradients are interesting because this was at the time, again, when the animators were figuring it out and it's just, how do we do backgrounds which go with these yellow people, you know? It's just, they're so used to designing around, you know, flesh tones that... They're like, uh, what do we do? And so, yeah, you'll see in later seasons that it becomes more static and, like, yeah, a lot of the houses' mm. interiors are pink and stuff. So, yeah, the yellow stands no, out I never against th- them. It
2: never occurred to me that, like, yellow being the default skin colour would actually be a problem when, like, creating an actual aesthetic for the entire world. Yeah. That
1: makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. yellow, like, pink and purple are kind of the opposite of yeah. yellow.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, it took him a season or two to figure out, but yeah, that's it. All right. I think we are here. Yeah. I'd say any other notes time? Claire, do you have any other notes about this episode before we rank it? Uh,
1: oh, one thing. I wrote banana because there's a close-up of uh, <laughs> oh, Homer holding a banana, and I was like, Bok, how do you feel about that? Because that banana looks like a really well-done banana, and I was like, was he should have- It fucking
0: brown. Right? It I was, was like, he
1: should have eaten that banana like four days ago.
0: Yeah. <laughs> super, or at least turned it gross. into banana bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. This was another um, animation fuck up because apparently the Korean team were actually unfamiliar with bananas as a fruit, so oh, wow. <laughs> they just did whatever colors they thought would work and like, oh yeah. <laughs>
2: my god, oh my yeah. God. Well, they, they like considering they didn't know what it was, they got fairly close.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Lauren, any other notes?
2: The ennui! <laughs> <laughs> I found that character very interesting, actually, and. Mm. Um, I don't think he comes back, or if he does, he looks a bit different. I'm not sure if he's still a psychologist or whatever, so it really pegged me like the the embryonicness of all the characters and all of the story even like the the very start the couch gag is actually (sighs) bart getting squished and then he falls in front of the television yeah Yeah. just again it was like i'm watching the simpsons but i'm not watching the simpsons (laughs) yeah like
1: upside down world simpsons or something yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) yeah
2: it was it was a trip it was an absolute trip yeah
0: Yeah, Dr. J. Lauren Pryor, he appeared a few times in the early seasons, but, like, they've brought him back for, like, a joke in later seasons about how he's just never been there again. Like, how he was like, oh, these are one of the characters that'll last forever. It's like, nah, just got dropped off at the side. But, yeah, on that as well, it was his first appearance and also the first uh, speaking roles for both Martin and Mrs. Krabappel as well.
2: Oh, oh, oh that's right she was there she, she was, was there so there and she
1: was a very normal mean teacher i was like yeah. i feel like i'm back in grade two
0: <laughs> but yeah. yeah just like so many of her cutting lines is just like this test will determine what career prosperity you'll have the in the future it looks at but if any just yeah fucking hell
2: so mean yeah But I was impressed that she was so present and like so fleshed out. Or maybe that's because I'm just implanting what came before like or what came after onto her. But I'm like, nah, she nailed it.
0: Mm. No, they definitely give her a bit more depth as well as well in her her personal life and not just making her a teacher as well. Um, my only other notes were, um, yeah, why don't they have snacks at the opera? You know, <laughs> beer and peanuts and, <laughs> and opera dogs. I actually didn't know if this is, because any, like, you know, I live in Sydney, go to the opera house occasionally. I had no idea that this is where my family got this saying from. It's just like, all right, where do we get the opera dogs from? You know, as a joke, Haha, uh, we're at the opera uh, house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, like, the
2: opera house staff is like, uh uh-huh, yeah, okay, yeah,
0: Yeah. I <laughs> But, yeah, uh, no, yeah. it was
2: really funny the hundredth time I heard it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: all right. Well, it is time to rank this thing. But first, just to delay it a little bit, we ask a very important question on the Simpsons Ooh. Index. You know, we ask a lot of questions, but this is not about the Simpsons. And
3: What? Sorry, <laughs> sorry to
0: catch you off guard, but, you know. <laughs> um, so we're building a sandwich board on the Simpsons Index where we ask all of our guests, if you could have a sandwich named after you, what would be on that sandwich? So, <laughs> I don't Who- think
1: I understand the question.
0: So if there was a sandwich named the Claire Sullivan, what yeah. would be on the Claire Sullivan sandwich? What is your ultimate sandwich?
1: Oh, oh, okay. I do understand. I, th- I was like, are there lots of sandwiches in The Simpsons that are named after <laughs> characters that are like uh, very common?
2: Okay. It's not Simpsons related, Claire.
1: Right, yes. I Relax. That. Okay, you go
2: first, Bok. Okay, I'm going to be I'm going to put it out there because I don't really like sandwiches very much. <gasps> um but I mean, if we're talking just like bread and things, yeah. then mine would be uh, an open sandwich. So I like to do this sometimes. I make like what is basically like a pizza toppings but just on bread and then you put it in the oven. Yeah. So it'll have like a bit of tomato paste on there, uh, a bit of garlic paste as well. Uh either little bits of uh, maybe some bacon, some bacon bits. And then some uh, some tomato and then like cheese on top and just like and then you just put it in there for like ten minutes comes out crispy af num num all the all the food groups carbs <laughs> bacon and cheese that's all and maybe a, a tomato as well if you're feeling fun you know I mean if it's the if it's a, if it's a lunch sandwich by all means go ahead so uh, that would be the um the box sandwich of joy <laughs> <laughs> the box sandwich
0: of joy wonderful mm-hmm.
2: uh,
1: okay well my sandwich so I've actually. Be making this sandwich uh, this week, uh, so you get like a poppy seed bagel, right? And you toast ah, it. Yep. Then you butter it, and on the bottom piece of the bagel, you put uh, Vegemite, and then you put on avocado, and then it's yes. tomato, and then you uh, fry some halloumi, put the halloumi on, mm-hmm. fry an egg, put that on, and then a thing of cos lettuce, and then on the top, it's the sriracha mayo, put that on, and then on the side, you need another slice of uh, cos lettuce and and two quarters of tomato, and you put pepper and salt in them. Wow! Buck,
2: yes, Claire, it's got all the good things. That, it's got that's got halloumi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got veggie and uh, Vegemite Navo. Yeah. Like that's some classic Sullivan action there. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Using yeah.
0: Vegemite as a sauce to complement everything else, not just it, by yeah, it itself. It works uh,
2: so well. It works know, so I'm well. Feeling that with the sriracha mayo as well. Very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. sriracha so, mayo. I fucking love it. It's so yeah. good.
0: Oh yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting hungry now. I've got what? some too. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that the um like uh, the orange sriracha mayo the the, the um yes, it, and it like has the little
2: kind p- of cupy thing.
0: Yeah, yeah it has yeah. a little
1: uh tag around its neck which says I'm vegan. I'm purple. so vegan. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yes, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that, that. stuff. It's so fucking good. It's
3: yeah,
0: so it's good. really yeah. um wow. That and Vegemite. I- I'm into it. I gotta try that.
2: <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Well, now it's time to rank this thing. Uh, so Lauren. What would you like to rank Bart the Genius?
2: Um, I Only because of its vintage, but I'm going to go, not necessarily Cubic Zirconia, but I'm going to go with Silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, that's where I was going with it as well. You know, it's got this old Simpsons charm, doesn't break the thing. You know, it could use a, a bit more jokes, but, yeah, it doesn't have the cynicism. There's still, like, a lot of warmth yeah. and uh, lovingness from it. So I'm going Silver as well. Claire?
1: Uh, I really enjoyed it, but I would never watch it again. So I'm going to go bronze. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> no, it makes sense. All right. Well, yep. Yeah, once uh, three for three dolls all around. So this will be Yay. a dull silver. Yay! Oh, wonderful, Lauren and Claire. Thank you so much for being on the show today. That was a pleasure.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having. I've had such a good time. It this was has great. Been very very fun. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm glad to take you through this tour uh, outside the three to eight bracket that you have set for yourself. It was
2: really nice to visit something else and, and kind of go across a breadth of different, uh, yeah, Simpsons genres. Yeah. It was, it was a it was a delight. Yeah. Even though some of it was, I hated this. Like, <laughs> you know, light and shade, baby. I mean, you don't know. Like, you've got to – some things need to be bad and other things need to be good, right? Yeah. You're really it.
1: expanding. I don't know what this reference is yet, but people keep saying it. You're You're really expanding my cromulent education. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait till I understand what that means.
0: Well, I'm glad to win big and you in such a way as well.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it sucks,
0: (laughs) mate.
2: Again. Trying to do Simpsons references in front of Claire is, is never satisfying,
0: Elliot. I should have warned you. I should have warned you. Um, but if people want to hear more of you online and uh, everywhere else, where can they do that?
1: Uh, look us up on all the things. Elementary Springfield. We're available on all good podcasting platforms. You know.
2: Yeah, we're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. I think it's E Springfield Pod. Yeah. Um, or if you just Google Elementary Springfield Podcast, um, yeah. then we'll be there and giving can... our elementaries. And you, can, I'm, like, personally on places at Bokla, B-O-K-L-A. And I'm personally on
1: various places at at Claire Cool Cat. Claire is with an I and Cool Cat's with uh, K's instead of C's.
0: Cool spelling. Yeah, yeah I know. My,
2: mine's easier, but Claire's yeah. is funner. Oh
1: look, mine is still sitting in uh, you know twenty ten uh, social media world, so yes. that's what that spelling is
0: yeah (laughs) oh cool and yeah if you want to hear more of me presuming uh anyway um yeah uh (laughs) listen to the simpsons index i also have a scripted podcast pulp fury radio where we do um anthology uh, fiction tales all from different genres like hi-fi sorry that sounds great yeah yeah it's like a throwback to old school radio um with like exaggerated sound effects and stuff and we got some really great actors in to Ooh. do that and uh yeah we're also on patreon patreon.com slash SideQuest studios where you can get bonus podcasts and uh support el- uh, everything that we're doing here um but-
2: oh i also do a dungeons and dragons podcast oh I no should way say that as well yes way really? yes what's that <laughs> plug 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 <laughs> It's called Dice, Paper, Roll, and you can just Google that up as well. Uh, so it's me and five other dudes having a good time. Um, that's on OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> no, we just we're just about to finish Curse of Strahd. so that's the campaign we're playing at the moment. But there's um, lots of other little fun bits and pieces there. It's mostly it's mostly comedy um, and mostly dick jokes. So if you enjoy that and almost no maths whatsoever. So if that's how you like your D&D, come and have a look.
0: D&D, dungeons and dick jokes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, me and um, my normal co-host, yeah, we're big Dungeons & Dragons fans. So, yeah, be... Really came no, to check that out.
2: stop it.
0: <laughs> White guys it's not with a like podcast, we can those, smell like, each other out or something. <laughs> 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 no, definitely. All right. Well, w- once again, Elementary Springfield, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Lauren.
1: Thank you, Simpsons Index. <laughs> thank Thanks. you, Claire. Thanks, Elliot. Thanks, Simpsons Index. It was
0: fun. <laughs> yeah, it was a great time. And I've been your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. That's all the mustard in the house. Thank you
2: for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at
1: facebook.com slash thesimpsonsindex or at Simpsons Index on Twitter and Instagram.
0: And now please stay tuned
3: for the bonus scenes.
0: All right, cool. Well, uh, yeah, if you Actually, recording. Uh, before huh? we
2: start, is there a way for me to, so I don't see my face? Um, that's a good point. I just find a piece of something and I just put it over my face, like that. <laughs> oh, oh no! You can see. You can't see me. Hang on. Let me. Uh, let me get you guys on the side.
1: Hide selfie. Can... There we go. You just What's that? You just go
2: hide selfie. It's in the three dots. <gasps> oh,
0: you can too. Yeah.
2: Oh my god! This is fucking game changing. <laughs> oh.
0: Yes awesome i'm always like yeah narcissistically looking at myself as like is my hair what's oh,
2: wrong I, with me why I do i, I always do it i just get lost in my own eyes and how yeah. beautiful I, I am yeah i and can't concentrate well. properly because
1: it's like yeah the reflection's wrong i think it's
2: safe and because everyone. it's not in real time either so you yeah. actually just see yourself like a moment like in the future or in the past and you're just like yeah. is that the way i blink is that <laughs> how i
0: is it weird to blink like that
2: am i <laughs> blinking right guys I, I don't know i don't know <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh cool oh that is so awesome it's so much well more done, immersive Claire. as well yeah totally <laughs> oh. alright let's get stuck in sure